This is your USF Times Baseball Week in Review for the week of from Thursday, April 18th to Tuesday, April 23rd, 2019. A recap of the USF Times Weekend Series win over the Pacific Tigers last Thursday through Saturday over the Easter holiday weekend. Giants losing, dropping game one, 13-6 against the Pacific Tigers in West Coast Conference play. And game two, the Giants were able to rebound, winning 6-3 to three Friday, last Friday night ever and Saturday afternoon, 9-4, to four, to win the series. And then we uh, also, the Dodgers in their midweek game against the UC Davis Aggies, back-to-back, 19-14, the Dons scoring 19 runs. And including that contest, there were seven extra bases, including six doubles, including a home run by Riley Helen, and the Dons hit six doubles in the contest. And then on Tuesday, they fell 4-2 to two on the hilltop to even that series at one game apiece. The two teams, by the way, the Dons and the Aggies, will play again up at Dobbins Field in Davis on Tuesday, May 14th. That will be in three weeks' time. But the, before we go to our, our interview with Coach Giacana, we're on the phone. Our, the USF Dons Weekend Review preview is presented by Lyft. Skip the hassle. And from the Benaday Diamond Oro Sobrato Center, Lyft is our official ride-sharing partner and has your transportation covered. Download the Lyft app and get a global ride and mix. New users get $10 in ride credit. Go to usfdons.com. And don't forget, Don fans, use the lift zone outside the Bay Day Diamond as well as drop off and pick up zones. Use lift, proud partner of the USF Don. So, Coach, let's recap that series against the Pacific Tigers over the weekend. You guys ended up taking two out of three after a very um, rough uh, showing last Thursday night up at Clientville in Stockton. Well, yeah, Brian, you know, Friday we got off to a rough start. Didn't, didn't defend very well in the first couple innings and didn't pitch very well for the entire day. But, uh, one of those games where, you know, we offensively, we kind of got started a little bit late in the game and, uh, it's just one of those things where it kind of got away from us when we were down seven to one. Uh, Saturday we bounced back. Scotty Parker pitched well. Alex Mann pitched great. Uh, to get the, the series even at one apiece, and then Sunday we showed up, scored early, and scored pretty often, and, and just kind of took control of the game, and we played pretty well defensively Sunday. And then Monday at, uh, at UC Davis, the bats really came alive from 19, uh, but unfortunately we gave up 14, uh, which kind of gave uh, UC Davis the momentum back for Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then Tuesday they scored early against us, hit a home run, but made an uh, error in the outfield, and then uh, they did. They went up two nothing. We just uh, we, we couldn't get that big hit on Tuesday that we needed to to win the series. We had bases loaded, down four nothing, and uh, we hit into a double play. And, and we had other opportunities later in the game, and we just didn't get that big hit to, to score guys. So that's going to happen day in and day out, but. Uh, you know, we'll take uh, we'll take the three wins and uh, we'll move on to uh, this weekend. It's four and just one foot and um, a couple of footnotes. Um, Jonathan Allen dropping that fly ball uh, 
un- uncharacteristically. I mean, barely this year that the Don's outfield has committed errors, so that was the, the first. And then I didn't get a chance to talk to you about this on our, uh, the other day. The play at third base when their third baseman for the Aggies, when he ran into to Ricky Orada, that was a um, like a physical play. You're not supposed to do that in college baseball. Can you describe? And he was ejected from the game. Could you describe or tell the viewers uh, who who are just a casual fan? It was uh, the third baseman. It was uh, Khalid Van Blake who was was run out of the game because of that hit on Orada about that obstruction play that you can't uh, do in college baseball. Yeah, you know, obviously, it was, it was just a dirty play where, uh, you know, he ran him over. He was frustrated. We just, the score was 19-4 to at the time. He made a base running mistake, and he was frustrated. And he just took it out on Rick, and he was ejected from the game. But it was it was a uh, it was a big play. It shouldn't have happened. Uh, you know, they got to do a better job protecting our players. Uh, that's just those things happen sometimes when guys are young. Uh, and, and just not, not very respectful of what's happening in the game. And they just don't respect other people and they, they use that anger, uh, in a, in a bad, bad situation. So. And the casting of the um, stone though. <laughs> Cast the first stone or kind of like in, he was kind of trying to do a, um, you know, a, I don't know, a Herschel Walker or an Earl Campbell, uh, block though for Roger Craig, but, um, but that is a, I mean, that's a really a good thing. When you came out there immediately, you kind of diffused the situation before things really start to go out of hand. Yeah, we didn't need to lose anybody. Uh, you know, just don't need to be, don't need to be uh, not smart enough when someone else does that. Just disciplined enough. It was good to see the guys uh, control themselves. Quickie funny tough enough. Uh, he deserves better than that, but he's funny tough enough to deal with that. <laughs> hey, I could take the, uh, hey, I mean, I could probably take a hit like that at 42 years old, and I'm 6'4". <laughs> nah, yeah, that'd be good hit for you. Yeah, <laughs> I, a lot more endurance than that kid. But uh, on the, let's now uh, flip the page to the uh, next the task on hand as we're doing this taping. You guys are on the bus heading out to the airport out in Oakland. Hanging up the Pacific Northwest to take on the Gonzaga Bulldogs, uh, a team right now are the champions of the reigning champs of the WCC tournament. They're twelve and six. They um, it's a, a log way in the West Coast Conference. It's a four team race. Only BYU has one fewer loss than the three of the four team out of the four teams are either tied or just percentage points behind. BYU in this very tightly race in the West Coast Conference. Give us a, uh, some stuff on Gonzaga. Oh, it's going to be a, a good series. You know, they, obviously that's a good team. They've been good for quite some time, and uh, the two teams have played really good uh, series over the last probably eight to ten years. So uh, it's a big series for us. You know, we we need to pitch well on Friday and, and try to get a series lead. And then uh, try to get a win. The series went there, but uh, you know, offensively they they posed problems for you because they got a lot of left-hand hitters. You know, pitching wise, they they got plenty of guys that can they can beat you in different ways. They got right-hand slider guy. They got a left-handed guy going on Friday that's really good. Um, 
you know, both teams are down a few starters because of injury, but uh, it seems like they're playing really good baseball right now. They, they had a chance to beat Stanford on Monday and lost the lead late, and then they beat Washington State on Tuesday. You know, they, they've won all their series that they've played here at the West Coast Conference, so it's going to be a tough, mm-hmm. uh, tough score for us. I mean, what, and then, then, boy, a win over Stanford last uh, Monday would have really, could really help them in their RPI cause as well. Yeah, I think everyone's hoping for RPI points at this point. Uh, but, uh, you know, you just got to keep playing and, uh, you got to just take them one day at a time. But you got to stay one day at a time. So we're only looking forward to Friday and then we'll figure it out from there. Yeah, that's going to be a, a very, this is, you know, only three weeks left of the season, and it's gone by real fast. So it's it's going to be the season's going to end real quick, just like that. And I could talk like it's like an hourglass, but you have to take them one game at a time. Yeah, you do. We're, we know we're hoping that uh, we come out on top, but we're going to have to play good down the stretch if we want to do that. I know that's going to be the thing that a lot of people have been saying that that they really. Um, Trying to, you know, got to play very well. Trying to have a, fit, a better finish than we've seen um, Copley at the finish line, though, of course. Okay, Steve. Thank you. All right. So go get him, Coach. Thanks. All right. That's Coach Year's Year title. The Dons will get ready to take on the Gonzaga. Well, that's going to do it for USF Dons Weekend Review Preview. With head coach here, Giratano, as the Dodds preparing to, for another crucial three-game series weekend set in West Coast Conference play as the pennant races of the WCC is heading beginning towards the stretch drive. The Dodds will play this crucial three-game set as they travel up to the Pacific Northwest to take on the Gonzaga Bulldogs, the defending West Coast Conference ch- tournament champions of last year. They'll begin the first of a three-game weekend series Friday night, it will be Riley Arnito for the Dons, and that game will be at 7 p.m. The game will be seen on nationally on ESPNU. Game two of the series will be Scotty Parker against the Bulldogs. That will be at 6 p.m. start Saturday night. That will also be seen on the W.TV as well Sunday afternoon at 12 noon. It will be either probable either Grant Neshack or it will be Julian Washburn for San Francisco, or even Alex Sam, that is to be determined 12 noon on Sunday. Then, the Dons will play, be back on the hilltop for the midweek non-conference game against the Sacramento State Hornets from the Western Athletic Conference, known as the WAC. That will be a Tuesday, April 30th afternoon game on the 30th of April. 3 p.m. is the first pitch, and then the Dons Next weekend, weekend series is one week from Friday on April, May the 3rd, when they'll take on the Pepperdine Waves on the, on the hilltop and to purchase your tickets. Go to usfdons.com slash tickets or call the USF Dons box office at area code 415-422-2USF. That's 415-422-2USF. The USF Dons box office is open daily, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. USF Dons would like to thank their following partners for their support of Dons Athletics. Coca-Cola, the official sauce drink in Powerade, the official sports drink of USF Dons Athletics. Dons fans, 
HelloFresh is working to provide USF fans with delicious recipes each week, delivered right to your front door. For more information, please visit HelloFresh.com. That's HelloFresh.com. And by Aguelo Market, Aguelo Market's home of the famous Dutch Crutch Turkey Sandwich, located at Aguelo 782 Aguelo Street, between the cross streets of Cabrillo Street in San Francisco. Visit Aguelo Market, proud partner of USF Don's Athletics. Don's Baseball is proudly sponsored by the Midas of San Francisco, just a mile from campus on, 40, on 4419 Gary Boulevard in San Francisco. Open daily, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Touch the Midas Touch. We'd like to thank you for listening to this and another weekly podcast on anchor.fm slash ASM Bay Area. For the latest news on USF Don's athletics and, and so much more, go to usfdon.com for more information. This has been the USF Don's Weekend Review Preview Baseball Preview on anchor.fm slash ASM Bay Area. USF Don's athletics is an association with the Arena Sportsnet Bay Area.